no balls ass fantasy brewing just sitting here in the uh official subaru forester of the of the league i'm sitting here with horny for Halliburton. yeah yeah we're we're real horny over here we're gonna uh get that aggression out uh by pickleball <laughs> which uh, a lot of overlap between the pickleball and nba these days andy yeah sure seems that way everybody's lining up i don't I haven't really researched that league too much to see what's going on with that, but you know, future Laker, future Laker Kevin Durant has a team. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so appreciate everyone's patience as I get the technicalities under here. Uh, we're recording on a phone. I'm mm-hmm. thinking it's going to upload. Okay, hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, but Andy, can I, I'm wondering how you know. On week four, how are you feeling about your team? How are you feeling about the league this year? Maybe the league as a whole. Um, I mean, I would say I feel the league as a whole is right about uh, where it normally is. Uh, I think just due to the overlap in so many different sports, this the start of the season... Everybody's kind of got a lot going on. We got to get into the dog days of of winter before we like really start just grinding b ball. Um, and also right now, like we're figuring out, you know, who's good on what team, which guys are gonna jump in, take a new role, which rookies are gonna be good. Half of us are waiting for the positions on our team to get updated because I got Jaden Ivy who has never once played point guard for the Pistons, but yet that's his <laughs> only position. Uh, and then we're all trying to figure out the new scoring system. Like, dudes are getting way more points than they used to and kind yes. of slightly different dudes, too. Yes. Well, so we're looking, and uh, I, ju- I just looked a little bit. Yeah. Paul George had an 85-point night Yeah. on Halloween. Yeah. Like, that was unheard of until recently. And, like, 85 points for Paul George. That's crazy. <laughs> Alex Caruso last or, uh, on Monday had 55 with, like, four points. Yeah. Like, so, it's crazy. Like, I watched one Lakers game, and Westbrook had played awful, had almost, like, no points, looked like he had tons of turnovers, and he ended up with a ton because he had five steals. Yeah, which is 15 points right there. Right. Yeah. Well, and the other thing that you don't really pay attention to, but it matters, is rebounds are .3 more and assists are a half point more. So, like, I noticed, like, my boy, Hal Burton, he had a... Corny! Yeah. <laughs> he, he had, like, just a normal... I thought he was having a normal game. He had, like, 20 points, two boards, like, 12 assists. So, I was like, all right, well, it's kind of a bummer not as horny tonight he's probably got 40 go check my my uh app and he's got like 57 and i'm like oh well 12 assists is actually 24 points whereas before it would have been what 18 so like that like everything you just don't really notice but everything's a little more right and it's it's so interesting to have the the actual Point scoring in a, a real game matters so much less now. Yeah. You know, like a guy scores 20, 
and that used to like matter a lot more where it's like yeah that could be i don't know so i want to do something this is not a trade shame but i want to run <laughs> something by you because i got a bunch of trades and i've had just in my personal life i've had a super busy like month and going up through december i have a bunch of thing extra things going on yeah so i haven't had a chance to like look as much as normal or even just haven't had the the mental space right but i got a bunch of trades for gobert okay okay so i'd say that rudy gobert to me is kind of a good baseline for this new scoring system because all six years that i've been in the league he's about a 40 to 45 point guy yeah and he still kind of is yeah so he's still he's still getting there like for 40 he's getting about you know in the 40s, he's been out a little bit. We're only 10 games into the season. Yep. But I've gotten a ton of trades for him, all two for ones. Like, so you sending Gobert and getting two dudes? Getting two dudes. Okay. Okay. And this is like kind of coincided with Harden being out. So I think people are looking to capitalize, saying, hey, what about a little, you know, depth for Gobert? Oh, sure, sure. Okay. So gotcha. I'm going to run two of them by you. Okay. And just see what you think. Okay. The first one is Jordan Clarkston and Jakob Pertl okay. for Gobert. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm a big numbers guy, so I'd have to look at the numbers. Um, and I guess I'll, I have my phone here, so I'm going to pull up your roster. So, well, I just hearing it, like, that would have been in the past, it would be, like, for sure a no for me. Oh, yeah. Like, Pirtle yeah, for name, Gobert, no. Yeah. And Clarkson would be a waiver guy for sure. Right. right. Right? Yeah. But when you look at it, Gobert's at, like, in the low 40s. Clarkson's, like, 35 yeah. a game with a scoring. And Pirtle's around upper 30s. Yeah. But I don't know, you know, if a 35-point guy is going to do it. I mean, this. I don't think the scoring, there's just... The waiver just gets so gross enough by middle through the year that, like, even with the scoring boost, waiver dudes are not going to be above, like, 25, 30 points midway through the season. So I think 35 is still pretty safe. Like, in the past, like, a 30 dude wasn't really droppable. It was, like, those 20 right. guys. <clears throat> exactly. So if you're getting a 35 guy, I still don't think he's droppable. I don't, I don't think 35 is quite waiver line yet. And Clarkson, I mean, that's the whole thing. Like, dudes, that's what we're still trying to figure out. Like, right. Clarkson might put up 35-40 all season. Like, right. the Jazz are terrible. Somebody's got to score. Well, actually, <laughs> sorry, the Jazz are awesome. <laughs> yes, yes. But actually, they're probably going to be terrible. With uh, early season MVP Markinen. Correct, yeah. Okay, and the other one was um, also for Gobert, and it was Wendell Carter Jr., and Nick's Claxton. Nick Claxton. Yeah. Which would be an immediate no. In years past. Certainly in years past. Yeah. Both, though, Wendell Carter and Claxton both have power forward center. Gobert's just center. Yeah. And with the new scoring, they're both averaging like 37. Yeah. I mean, that's the... Colbert's also a weird dude, too, because he went from the Jazz where he was, like, 
getting up, getting fed a good amount. Like Donovan Mitchell's throwing him oops, and now you got Towns and Edwards and D'Angelo Russell still chucking up threes left and right. Like, yeah, I don't know. That's that's an yeah years. I would say those trades horrid in years past right. might not be so bad this year. Yeah. So. Okay, that's why I just wanted to run it by. Because that's what, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, horrid. Yeah. And then I was like, wait a second here. This actually, like, numbers-wise, could turn out to be okay. You're getting yeah. more games per week by these guys. But I just, I don't have a good handle on the numbers yet. So I guess people, when they listen to this, they can just, they could easily... So I got I got a fun one for you. Ooh, Okay. That uh, I per- I almost took actually earlier today. It got pulled off the table after game started, um, and I think in years past it would be like hell no. But so I got offered Carl Anthony Towns, Ooh. and everyone's favorite Drew Holiday. Okay, for Giannis and Benedict Mathurin, Pacers rookie. Uh huh. Okay. And I almost took that. Really? Yeah. Now, granted, so, but that, and, that, and like, in years past, you're, like, you're not trading Giannis for, like, anything. Right. Especially if it involves Drew Holiday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're only trading Capella for Holiday. Yeah, only Capella. But, like, Drew, like, Giannis is not as young as he used to be. He's already sat a couple games. Yeah. Like, For sure. And and Holiday with Middleton out, Holiday's been pretty good. And Holiday's also one of those dudes. He's a great defender, and he gets, like, three, four steals, and he gets assists. Yes. And Towns gets blocks. Now, granted, Giannis gets steals and blocks up the ass, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it wasn't, like, numbers-wise, I looked it up, and I'm like, holy... Like, I'm giving up. Like, Mahurin has been, like, a 30 dude. He's a borderline waiver guy. Yeah, so I'm like I'm getting Holiday, who's been at like 45, to like way above a waiver guy. It don't like honestly. The only reason I didn't do it was because I've never owned Giannis and I've only had him for three weeks. Yeah, and I'm just not. I wasn't ready to pull off like a top three superstar trade right. in week three on a, on week a Wednesday four. of week week yeah. four. Um, but I seriously considered it. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Well, it is one where I think that. When we look at, a lot of times people look at how much they were drafted for and, like, kind of the name. Yeah. But with a whole new scoring metric, it is tough because we all brought that to the draft. And I think everyone was very surprised by how our draft went this year. I think we all screwed up the draft. Um, yeah. And it's like you <laughs> look at like, overbidding oh. for the first 20 guys. And right. Blowing it. Okay. So Towns. Towns and Holiday. <clears throat> I think you're better off, like... I mean, it seems like you're better off not doing it. Yeah. But you do bring up a good point. I think it'll take... the. So the other thing with the scoring thing that I want to bring up is that it seems like when we have a bad week and your team kind of underperforms, it's almost the same as in years past. Like last year, the teams, you know, it's like not, it might be 900 to 1,000 for a bad week still. But if your team's really killing it, like Chuck's team got in the 1600s. Yeah. Right? Like breaking 1200 is not that hard, which that used to be the metric. Yeah. 
but I, uh, I mean, I'll just pull up last week's scoreboard real quick here because I'm curious. Because I had, like, granted, Kyle had shoots had like half his team injured, but aside from that, no one was under a thousand. Okay. Which in years past, like, you get a weird matchup week, and the week before that, um, only one person was under a thousand with like multiple people over thirteen hundred, like. And I remember even the first week, <clears throat> only only Dewey with a couple injured dudes was under 900. And I distinctly remember the first week last year, like, barely getting 800. Right. Yeah, and especially if you didn't have guys playing the opening night. You yeah. Two less. Okay. So do you think, is it, what do you think is the new 1,200? 1,350? 1,300? Like, 1,400? Uh, 1,400, yeah. Okay. So four, that seems fair. So fourteen hundred could be the new twelve hundred. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. And do you think so? The three hundred point night, like I had last night, almost hit it and was very surprised because yeah. I didn't have uh, LeBron or Harden playing and still almost got three hundred. So do you think the three hundred night is it? What do you think that is? Three fifty. Three fifty. Yeah, because we've already had dudes go over it a couple times. Okay. I had the other night I put up three fifteen and left had I made one swap that I didn't do because the guy was day to day. Had I made the one swap I would have been at three fifty five. Okay. So I think four hundred's like the holy shit night. Okay. And I think someone'll get it. Are we sure. gonna do you think any singular player will get a hundred points? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, Jokic, Donkic, Giannis. Okay. For sure. Because they'll, they'll get 50 points on a, and a triple-double. Somebody does it. Like, I had Jokic put up, like, 94 one game for me last year. Yep. Okay. And just with those same stats alone, he's at, like, 110 if he did that same night this year. That's okay. So, I have two final questions Yep. Uh, which are going to be trade-related with this. Okay. What do you think would be for Luca? What's the two-for-one you think that gets it done? Well, based on what Chuck was saying today, nothing. Like, on my team... Yeah. Because, I mean, the hard thing is... I would have to look at everyone's roster. Because the other two, like... Like, top, top dogs are probably considered Giannis and Jokic. Maybe, at times, Embiid or Harden. Maybe Harden with Embiid out or Embiid with Harden out. But, like, whoever owns those dudes isn't going to throw somebody else in to get Donkic. So, I, I got to assume it's some, <clears throat> it's a team. It's going to be two guys on a team that, like... I don't know. The do you think on a Sunday two upper forties guys do it? No. Two guys in the fifties. Yeah. Okay. And what about for the Joker? Anything? I would. I mean, I would say the same again. It would be interesting. The last time the Joker got traded, I think, was like three. Two, that was two. me. It was it you? Yeah. Thanks for rubbing it in. Well, I did it on my I, birthday with Sean for oh, AD, and just my season <laughs> fucking fell apart. I was not trying to reference that. I was thinking <laughs> the year before it might have been me. 
Yeah. But, um, I they just <clears throat> those dudes have reached this upper echelon that it's just so hard to get them to like Ja in the trade with Sean and Stacks was like a huge trade. Right. But like you can still make that work with like two for twos. Right. Or three but that for was two. Ja and Tatum. And Tatum. Right? Right. So it's kind of yeah. comparable. Yeah. So it's it just when you have those guys who are so top top tier, it's so hard to make something work. Um. Okay. And then my last, I guess, last last question is: Do you think uh, where's KD in January? I think he's still on Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks. Let's go. Uh, let's go pickle. Sounds good. Yeah. Uh, let's do it. No balls ass. Fantasy Brewing. Check you guys later. Peace.